welcome back to episode 12, season 5 of the Brick House Podcast, your favorite podcast about music and asinine topics. I am Mr. Joseph Brenning, sitting with my lovely friends. How are how are friends doing today? Friendly, loving, sunburnt. A little sleepy, but we are rocking and rolling, baby. Yikes. To introduce the rest of the room, I'm Andrew Passaro. We got Tom Esposito. We got Casey Wu. Joe Brennan brought you in. It's going to be back, fellas. Does everyone feel very presidential after celebrating a grand president's day? I worked. You worked? In America? Yeah. In this country? I, I worked yeah, as well. Right. That's, That's a hate for, crime. Yeah. How was your day? I drove past uh, Washington, D.C. on president's day and sat in five and a half hours worth of traffic. So, um, our- Tom, you know, you really fucked up. You should have gone to my parents' house and said hi to my dad. Uh, that is. You were right there. That is a mistake. You were really right there, bro. That is a mistake. Yours. Oh man, I really hope he doesn't. He doesn't kick me off of LinkedIn after that. Do you know who I am? You could have pulled up to my dad's house, given him a hearty handshake, not said a word, and just simply kept driving. I probably would have had to say something. <laughs> Casey, I heard you had a run-in with a former professional basketball player who's now a bouncer at Hair of the Dog in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. You know what? I don't know if he's actually a bouncer. So I went to brunch with the boys on Sunday morning. As you do. (laughs) After we finished with the bottomless spot, went to the next spot, as we do. And, of course, my boy Mark has a keen eye for every time I'm with him, I see somebody famous. So he's he goes, is, is that Glenn Big Baby Davis? And sure enough, it was him. We all walked up. So a couple of us uh, were smoking outside. Obviously, he's doing his own shit. We invited him to, but he was like, nah, I got my own, dude. Takes out, like, three nugs that are the size of McDonald's chicken nuggets and breaks them, like, in half. And then rolls that into, like... A Dutch that he just pulled out of his pocket, like already emptied out, and like rolled it up and smoked it in like a half a second. Was it literally like that? It was it like that uh, GIF GIF of uh, from Tom and Jerry where he like rolls up the the cigarette, smokes it in one drag, and then blows like a heart at that one chick. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Faster though, <laughs> faster, faster. So um, start singing to every girl that passes. Uh, we were asking him about how he likes New York as opposed to L.A. He said it's much more low-key, but obviously we know what the fuck was up because he can't fool us. Um, just asking him some shit about the league. He was, like, trying to be cool about it, but also knew that we weren't, like, the type to just bust his chops and stuff. Like, he could tell we were actual basketball fans. So, apparently this guy does stand-up now. And he was asking us if we would watch a late night show of his. That's what I was telling you guys in the chat. I said he was starting to uh, trying to start a late night. Everybody thought I was uh, referring to. Yeah, like I definitely. A late that's night yeah, hundred percent where my mind went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's two thirty. Yeah. I At told like one in the multiple people that you met him bouncing, and he's now a bouncer at Lower East Side, and I got roasted for it. No, it's the truth. Did you show them the photographic evidence? They didn't think it was him. They pulled up a side-by-side of Glenn Davis oh, on no. Google, and they were like, this is not him. Oh, no, I got video, too. I promise you, this is a tall man. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> put, it on the, put it on the Insta. <laughs> All right, you know what? I just should, right? That's that's not blowing up his spot. He's just doing his thing. He's retired now. He's not going to get in trouble. He's, you should have invited him on the podcast. Be like, hey, you want to you start doing late-night comedy? I, gotta, I, I got the podcast for you. That's true. 
very very late night comedy. Exactly. <laughs> Catches a four in the morning on Adult Swim. Yeah. I I would kill for four yeah. in the morning at Adult Swim. Don't Dude, even don't even swim. front. That would be dope. Yeah, that'd be great. Adult Swim is the dream. Yeah, that is, that we is. Up, if we end up on Adult Swim, I made it. That's wild. Yeah, damn straight. Call I could retire on that money. So Andrew, you uh, you said you had some some toasted buns. What what's going on over there? Uh, your boy escaped to Miami for President's Day weekend to uh, just like our former president used to do. <laughs> <laughs> I did pass. I did pass the President Trump uh, one of the one of the golf courses. But yes, I escaped to Miami to begin off season mode to get a little R and R away from. Uh, so you know, football season's over. That's my busiest time of the year for work. You know what? It was a really, really busy year, and I felt like I deserved some time off. So I went to the beach, and I went to some nice restaurants, and I ate octopus. I love and octopus. So good. Octopus was very good. Um, it was a really. It doesn't really look very appetizing, though. It tastes great, but when it's just a, a single octop- octopi I on mean, your plate. Hot dog doesn't look great. But I don't eat hot dogs. Really? I don't need. I don't need anything that looks like a dick. Um, mm. that's not true. I've seen you eat too many bananas <laughs> for that to be true. But you're the one I have photographed. Wait, they don't look like that. Facing a banana that no one will ever see. You know how many foods are shaped like dicks? The best kinds. I also could swear I've seen you eat a dick, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh. <laughs> Oh no! Was it yours? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> no no! No no no! <laughs> you don't have it on VHS, oh. do you? Hey oh! <laughs> Bonk! Oh, speaking of, uh, is that a segue to uh, Pam and Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later. Yeah, we will get into that later. All right, well, let's kick it off then. Top of the queue, gentlemen. What what have we been listening to? Tom, you take it away. I have been listening to Black Country New Road. Their debut album came out early February. If you like Arcade Fire, you should definitely check out this band. They give me serious Arcade Fire vibes. I think that it's an excellent debut album. Listen to them. Check out the track, The Place Where He Inserted the Knife. That one is an all-time favorite from that album early on so far. I say all-time. The album's been out two and a half weeks. Also going to very quickly shout out Friend of the pod, Emmeline, who just put out her first DJ release there under Somersault 174 called First Time. Long time listener, first time caller, so I'd be remiss if I didn't shout her out. Joe's telling me there's actually, it's the second album, but I thought they might have had an LP and an EP. But maybe I'm mistaken. Either way, check out the latest album from Black Country New Road. And with that, I'll kick it over to you, Joe. Thank you, sir. Yes, uh, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to that, but the album that came out last year was really interesting it gave me slint vibes and then all of a sudden i had a bongo track on there it was all over the place i'm so excited to listen to that but i have been listening to more singles than albums the fontaine's dc song jackie down the line has been on repeat it's got this uh this dark dark kind of pavement kind of vibe meets like uh irish basement not the band basement, like a dingy Irish basement. They're from Ireland. Yeah. No, Pavement has a new album coming out. I don't out know too. how you would combine Pavement and Basement, though. That's a. That's a. Basement. The band basement would... or the, the place basement? No, the band basement. No, I don't you can't think combine you have those a two. Pave... Yeah, that's. It's, yeah, that just doesn't. It doesn't mesh. It's like peanut butter and mayonnaise. Or... 
I've heard of peanut butter and pickles, but I've never heard of peanut butter and man. Yeah, because it's fucking disgusting. They both are disgusting. Whoa, wait. Hey, peanut yo, butter and pickles? Wait, Get the fuck out of here. Peanut butter. No, peanut good. butter as a solitary thing is oh, one yeah. of the greatest things that God has ever yeah, given thank, us. Thank you very much, uh, Washington Carver. What's whatever his name is? George Washington. George Carver. Washington Carver. Black History Invented Month. Invented peanut butter. My vote. Black Future Month. It's black. Invented peanut, peanut butter. butter? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Oh, I mean, we get we can't be just be shelling half-ass facts out about who invented peanut butter and shit. You got to get that right. No, I'm I'm. 99.9% certain right, he invented no peanut butter. I'm looking it up. He knew nuts. In 1884, Marcellus Gilmore Edison of Canada patented peanut paste, the finished product from milling roasted peanuts between two Who? heated Gilmore? Surfaces. Marcellus Gilmore Edison. Let me tell you, this man has a thick no white doubt. mustache. Marcellus Gilmore Edison. As thick as a glob of peanut cap. butter. No, it's a... <laughs> but here's an article from biography.com. Did George Washington Carver invent peanut butter? The African scientist known as the peanut peanut man, but did he actually create the popular spread? Um, he's created more than three hundred products, but he's remembered for the one he didn't peanut butter. Wow. So this just in: George Washington Carver did not create peanut butter. Don't believe the hype. Thank you for verifying this. I've also been listening to uh, this new single called "Broken Record" by Psych Na Nappy Napa and Psychedelic Ensemble. I definitely mispronounced some of those artists, but it's really good. Just a little bit. It's like bit. a minute, 30 seconds of just awesome rap. And this, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this too. It's in Spanish. Estacion Esperanza by Sofia Cortes and Manu Chao. Really cool, like electronic, like uh, like Latin shit. Yeah. Casey, what you listening to? Speaking of Latin shit. I've been listening to two things lately. One, Bad Bunny, because I'm going in Yankee Stadium. So I've been trying to catch up, learn a little Spanish through Bad Bunny. (laughs) Two, I've been listening to a movie soundtrack, which I've been telling the guys, probably one of the most underrated movies of all time. I haven't done enough research as to who actually wrote the music for the movie. That Thing You Do is a movie directed, produced, starring Tom Hanks, it's about a band in the 1960s that writes a one-hit wonder, but the entire soundtrack is basically music written in the 90s, but in the in the 60s kind of vibe. And um, basically, this band writes a one-hit wonder, uh, gets picked up by uh, a record label who Tom Hanks works for, and then they go on tour with a bunch of like famous artists in the 60s. So the soundtrack is basically like the spread of music from the whole movie. But excellent. If you guys have not watched it, you really, I don't know what you're doing. You should do that. Fantastic movie. And I, I'm i pretty sure. Where is it streaming? Hulu. Yeah, it is Hulu. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the guy who wrote a lot of the music in that movie was the guy from Fountains of Wayne. You know, the, the Stacey's of mom course, guy? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. We're, we are familiar. Isn't he dead? Didn't he die during the pandemic? I think he died like within like the first few weeks of the pandemic. Yeah, from COVID. Yeah. Adam Schlesinger, I think his name was, or something. Yeah, like that. I think you're right. I remember talking about him when we did one of the like two Brickhouse Boys in Quarantine episodes. Damn. Rest in peace. How about you, Andrew? What you listening to? Well, because I was at the beach, I listened to a lot of Bar Marley and the Grateful Dead. Also, I want to shout out real quick two people who were on the beach. So we we got to we spent one day at South Beach and another day at a different beach, but. We were at South Beach, first of all, clearest water I've ever been in, like, ocean water-wise. Very soft sand. It was awesome. 
but there was someone behind us just playing the most hype like let like electronic Miami like <laughs> club shit for like the first hour behind us and it was like awesome it was great and then the then they left and there was like an older couple behind us that was basically playing like a mashup of like Bob Marley's greatest hits and like all this other like more like stereotypical beach stuff and it was like prime uh but the other thing I've been listening to a lot of is I actually so I went to the NBA leather tour last nice. week right before I left for vacation, saw Boldy James, Alchemist DJed for him, and then Earl Sweatshirt came out. Earl brought out Navy Blue, he brought out Mike, he brought Zeo Loopers, and he brought somebody else out, and Joey Badass was at the show and didn't Damn. come out. Apparently, Betty the Butcher that came out the next night with Boldy James, and then Action Bronson came out. So I've been listening to a bunch of Earl coming out of that show for some reason. Just uh, He stuck with me really well. I mean, I'm always listening to Action, but... Uh, it was a fantastic show. I gotta say though, I fucking hate Terminal Five. <laughs> it's it's just a this the worst venue in the city. The, I went there the once. Thing. I enjoyed it. I was on the ground floor though. I don't know where you guys were. The sound quality is really good. Like it's one of the best acoustic. Like they like the music was really really strong, and I I never feel like I was like drowning my ears out, and I never felt like uh, like it was a badly mixed show. But the stage is too low, and I felt like there was times where I was like, apparently there's a really a lot of tall motherfuckers who like Action Bronson, because there was a lot of times that I could not see the stage, yeah. and so I think if you're going to Terminal Five in New York, and I understand this only affects a certain part of our our audience, if you're going to Terminal Five and it's a sold out show, I I recommend getting there right when the doors open, so you get up to the second floor and get up by the the fenced in area upstairs, so you could see down because that's where I think the best spot to be was. But it was a sold-out show. We got there a little late just before Boldy came on stage. That was disappointing. Also, I realized that I'm getting older. I am pays for coat check years old, and uh, I'm so proud of it. Like, there were days in my life it's like, fuck that. I'm not paying $5 to not have to I am not- tying it around my waist. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like th- – I'm so happy to to be pays for coat check years old. Like it's Let me ask you a question though on on pays for coat check year old because I feel like I'm at the progressive are we leaving after the third quarter <laughs> part where I'm where I'm like I don't want to wait in the coat check line at the end. Do I try and time it at there like before the encore uh, to go and and get my coat? I'm at you know what? I don't mind having to go to coat check because it it makes everybody else leave. And then by the time I get to the subway, fine, I'm not on the first train out of there, but my subways are like the, you know, fourth or fifth train since the concert ended. And I'm not like on a packed, you know, I'm in no rush to leave. If, if the opposite end of that is where I'm at. Fair, fair. That's actually a good point. Other than the fact that the subways are all scary now with people getting stabbed every few hours. I'm paying the monthly, and I haven't gotten stabbed yet, so... That's good. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Knock on wood. I heart New York. Speaking of New York... Returning to the stage, your favorite guitar slinging slasher makes his return to the main stage on April 8th at Arlene's Grocery. Bring your own bananas. My sources tell me that the band Hills to Height has a new lead guitarist by the name of Joseph Anthony Brennan, and he will be melting your motherfucking face off. Get your tickets now. They will sell out. Right there, yeah. Uh, I'm in a band now called Hills to Heights. How many bands are you in, Joe? Uh, three. A soft three. 
Is this like um, the biggest one? <laughs> it's the one that has the most shows booked right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which is one show. Which is well, no, I think we have more. It's just I'm not on. Top I've heard of, that. of this place, Arlene's Grocery. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's spot. cool. It's a fun venue. It's it not was, actually not a grocery store. Sh- Used to be, maybe. I'm not kidding. This show will sell out. So if you want to come see Joe play guitar and look hot, you better get your tickets by the end of the week <laughs> because there's a lot of people who want to see this band. So uh, the last time I saw this band, they also sold out Arlene's Grocery, and there were like 40 to 50 other people who wanted to get tickets to the show. So act fast. But Arlene's cool gro- uh cool stop, school cool stop, uh, cool spot. Actually, mad close to where you were over the weekend, Casey. It's pretty close to Hair of the Dog. It's in that same like little neck of the woods. Fun venue. And uh, there'll be video after, so hopefully we can get some of uh, Joe's melodic moments for the IG feed. We'll have to talk to uh, talk to my main man, Mike. While we're on the topic of concerts, yes. Speaking of dope shows, how cool was that halftime show at that Super Bowl? It's very lit. Just what I needed. It was a pleasant surprise. I thought it was 50 the best. fall down from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he turned it upside down. I thought it was the best halftime show I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't think we have anything that's really competes with that in our era. Like I think I think maybe the close closest one that might live up to it was the Michael Jackson one that was like 30 years ago. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have watched that one. Yeah, I've seen pretty much all of them since I've been alive, I think. But uh, including Janet Jackson. Totally. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Full disclosure, I missed the live slippage of the Same. I also missed the live slippage. I was making I was making lunch uh, for, for school the next day in the kitchen. I was also in the kitchen when that happened. Oh, yeah, I went upstairs to play video games during halftime oh. for that one. Getting a quick Look game of Madden, Tom? I don't know. It might have been Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest for Nintendo 64. Great game. But, yeah. Throwback. But, yeah. Nothing really spectacular about the show itself other than the individuals in it just seeing all of them on the same stage and all that was that was pretty crazy and you know for dre and uh snoop and mary J, all from california to be there mary J's from new york get the fuck yeah <laughs> i think she's from like the bronx or yonkers or something like that yeah. my fault <laughs> it's all good yeah um, <laughs> I it, it fucked Smacked. me up. Yeah, no, dead ass. When uh, <laughs> when Eminem came out, I was like, "Oh, nice!" Like I forgot, sick. But he's not from California. <laughs> and then Fifty Cent, I was like, "Oh, no, nope. that's because Eminem's here." <laughs> and Anderson Pac was there too. He was playing the drums. Yeah, apparently his drum set was not mic'd up, but he looks cool as fuck. Yeah, it's well. What, name me a time that Anderson Pac does not look cool as fuck. Yeah, he I can't mic up drums anyway. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> just bang them harder did you guys talk to people over the age of uh 50 about the halftime show i watched it and yeah. asked their opinions I watched it with them yeah what was that what was their uh take on the halftime show they didn't care yeah <laughs> that was it they didn't care that was the consensus they didn't care there was a very specific window of age which made me feel show. old because a lot of people were like when the rolling stones are on and like everyone our parents age loved it and we were like what why is this is boring which not me. I don't think anyone on this, on this pod probably thought that, but there were I a lot. Cool. Uh, yeah, they were good. A lot of people, younger people, were like, "Why are the Rolling Stones doing this? They're too old for this." But people our parents' age loved it, and we're now older, and we love this. And there were some millennials who probably heard Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg for the first time yesterday, which is or 
there were definitely there were definitely some Gen Zers who heard Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg for the first time, which is depressing. It's crazy you, that you hear anybody for the first time during a Super Bowl halftime show. I agree with that. But you're probably right. Also, I'd say it's like awesome, like super important that they finally had like a rap musician rap show at the halftime show. I forgot they had Kendrick like you think too. About it. Yep. Yeah. How do you forget about that? Yeah, he was there. He's from California. Yeah, he's actually yes. from California. Yeah. I don't know how I forgot about that. He was like in his own section. Maybe that's why. Right? He wasn't like Yeah, he, yeah, was... he was down and everyone else was up. Yeah, everybody was in that like neighborhood type setup. He was like more on the field. Fucking Rams. Do you think we'll see another halftime show with like rap anytime yeah. soon or are they going to get like a country artist next year? No, we're not going to get a country artist. They're going to go they're going to keep doing something in this vein. I think I they'll mean, get younger. No, it's going to change. They're going to go. Now that Pepsi's dropping the sponsorship, it's going to bring a whole new bunch of artists that were sponsored by other soda companies, mainly Coca-Cola. I'm not even joking about this. I read something recently where it was like people were like advocating for Taylor Swift to like be at the halftime show. And it was like, you can't have her there because she's got like some sponsorship deal with Coke and wow. she'll never perform with the sponsorship being yeah, no, the Pepsi real. halftime show. So mus- any musicians that have like co- like soda deals that weren't Pepsi, you could now maybe see them unless, you know, I don't know. Somebody it might else. make sense for them to do Taylor Swift, but at the same time, I still think we'll, like, this is not going to be the last rap one that we get. We're going to get more in this vein for sure. I think you will for sure as well. I was waiting for Kanye. He was there at like the 50 yard line to just hop the, the stands and jump on stage with too. him. Yeah. Depending on what happens with Kanye in the next, next, I don't think they would let Kanye do it. I think he's just too erratic. Mm. I think he's. They would love to have someone of his stature and size, but just the. It's not worth the risk on the stage. Hundred percent. No. You can't. I still haven't watched. You can't. I have not watched Genius yet. By the way. Uh, no, me neither. Me neither. I'm trying to. I've heard it's great though. Maybe we are recording this on two twenty two twenty two, and this is also uh, the Don to two listening party. So who knows? Maybe Don to Two just blows up and we get Kanye next. I doubt year. it. You know why? Because he's not releasing it on any streaming platform. He's Ugh. only releasing it on the Stem Player thing that he released with the first Donda, which is a cool thing. Like Friend of the Pod Victor has one, and so you can like basically bump up like the vocals in a certain thing and lower the bass or lower certain instrumental parts. It's a cool feature, and I think it's something that like for the next time Joe DJs would be really cool if he had the Stem Player to like mess around with while he's DJing a party but to only release he's only releasing it on there because he's basically was not getting enough of he, in his mind he wasn't getting enough of a cut on Spotify and Apple which I both respect but at the same time like bro you're Kanye West like you're you're a billionaire you're you're doing <laughs> yeah. fine yeah you're fine financially so I mean maybe he's worried about what percentage Kim's gonna get when this divorce actually no way right. she signed she made him sign a prenup I'd put money on that they have yeah, to protect that empire. There's no way that their mom would let them get married without signing a prenup. She's the fucking devil. Touche. Before we move on, you mentioned Jay-Z was at the halftime show. You, I don't know if you saw the video of him like singing along with uh, Still Still Dre, the song. Yeah, he, he wrote so that. Story goes, they flew him out, and within like, he, it took him like a half hour, and he wrote the whole the whole song for Dre's part and Snoop's part. And that was it. And then he flew back. It's crazy. Yeah, he does that shit. I heard he wrote like Magna Carta, Holy Grail in like a half hour. 
Oh, wow. It's absurd. Man's a genius. I mean, he's the best rapper of all time, in my opinion. He's definitely one of them. He's very underrated as far as the all-time ranks goes. I don't understand why. He could rap under, like, any kind of genre and be great at it. Yeah. And then he married Beyonce and decided to never work again. Speaking of musicians here, well, we got to pivot slightly to uh, Weird Al, but not Weird Al. Harry Potter as Weird Al. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> which honestly seems very on brand for Weird Al, but... Um, so in the new Weird Al Yankovic biopic, 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 you ever just say a word until it sounds wrong and right over and over again? Uh, we have... Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Like an improv conversation. M- improvisation. But yeah, uh, Weird Al is... Um, has a new biopic coming out starring Daniel Radcliffe. The title is called Weird the Weird Al Yankovic story. And this first pick that came out today is Harry Potter doning the Hawaiian shirt, the accordion, the mustache, and the, the giant fro. I didn't see it. I and, gotta see this. Um, yeah, I... I saw some goofy ass picture of him dressed up as Weird Al walking out of his trailer, and I was like, "This is gonna be a nightmare." And then you see this actual picture that's like, you know, for the movie, and I'm like, "This could work." So, no idea other than the fact that his arms look shredded. So good on you, Potter. I'm a Potter. Yeah, I think uh, only time will tell if this movie sucks or not. But I'm a Weird Al fan, so I'll probably go see it. I'm amazed that. Daniel Radcliffe like you were Harry fucking Potter and like this is the next biggest role that you're gonna get is Weird Al Yankovic well, he's done some other stuff name name another thing he's done other than Harry Potter he's done a lot of acting on Broadway he does actually. TV he stuff has, too yeah he did he that one do, where he was yeah, naked he hasn't on been Broadway. in a lot of movies yeah that's true wasn't he that like dog on uh he was like a dog Wilfred right yeah, something. No, like that. Yeah. that was that was the guy who played Frodo oh, okay. in that show. Same thing. Yeah. Not at all the same thing. No, he's he's right. There is something of the like that he was on. Maybe like the same channel or a show that had like a similar vibe to it. He was definitely on like one of those weird dry comedy shows. Hang on, I'm looking. You know he's 32 years old. It's yeah, not that old. He's the boy who lived. No, it's not. He's the boy it's who young. lived at 32. <laughs> so as Andrew's looking that up, I have to ask you gents a question. Yeah, ask away. After Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al, we have Jonah Hill set to play Jerry Garcia in an upcoming movie. What weird musician slash artist, however you want to put this, should get the next movie about them? And... Who should play them? I love me some Elvis. I know they're making an Elvis movie, but I actually don't know who the guy. Well, I had a couple. Actually, Jay Z was one of mine. Um, I think I think a Jay Z biopic would be really cool. Who plays him though? Jay Z himself. I, that I don't. No, you can't have Jay Z playing nineteen-year-old Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know who could play Elvis with a lot of makeup? Robert Pattinson. Ooh, I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. You got to cake some makeup on that boy, but yeah, that could work. He's a good actor. Yeah, he is. I'm excited for Batman. Who would you guys? I got one. See? So I I would pick Gigi Allen, and I would take Nicolas Cage as Gigi Allen. What? He's the only actor crazy enough to play Gigi Allen. Does this person have to be alive? Or no. not alive? So, I mean, have to be I mean, no, the the actor should be alive if they're going to play no, the no. person I mean in a the, movie. The person they're portraying. Elvis the is dead. No, definitely not. <laughs> no. 
Yeah, Weird Al is alive also. Jerry Garcia is so dead. It could be either. I'd like to see a Sublime biopic. I think that'd be cool. Or a Sublime, like, No Doubt biopic. Because the cool thing about doing No Doubt is you get to do everything with, like, Gwen Stefani. And then how she, like, was dating one of the guys in the band. And then one of their smash hits was the fact that they broke up. And, I mean, there's a lot of chicks who could play Gwen Stefani, I feel like. I would like to see a Bee Gees biopic starring Ooh. Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> That'd be great. Is that already an SNL skit? Yeah, they've done it a couple times, but that shit is classic. I, I, I laugh my ass off every time I see that shit. So does Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Almost in reverse fashion to this question, the Foo Fighters put out a horror movie. That's sweet. Oh, yeah. Studio 666. Looks great. That... Dave Grohl is a man. I love Dave Grohl. Yeah, he can do no wrong. Where is this movie? Where can I watch this film? I think it's going to be in theaters. I don't know. I would love to see a Dave Grohl biopic, really? though. I think that would be a, a great music story to to put out there going from Nirvana to so single-handedly creating the Foo Fighters. If they made a, a biopic about Robert Plant, my mom could play Robert Plant because they have the same exact haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get too far away from it, I was watching something Tom mentioned a few weeks ago, the Radiohead live from the basement, and I was just, you know, observing Tom York and his great dance moves, and then uh, I stumbled upon this SNL skit where it was a Michael Bublé Christmas album, and it was featuring, like, different artists that he had, and one of them was Lady Gaga dressed as a Christmas tree, (laughs) another one was Sting, and he was just doing sting things and then it was featuring tom york <laughs> and then he's just he's doing his dumb dance moves and just speaking gibberish into the microphone but it was fred armison dressed as tom york amazing yeah. i love that and of course we got the pam and tommy movie that i don't know if it came out already or it is out it's a tv show, TV show. it's a tv okay. show and it's about how the sex tape leaked i've watched the first like two and a half episodes it's very good sebastian stan who plays bucky barnes aka the winter soldier in the marvel universe is Tommy Lee, and he plays a spot-on Tommy Lee, let me tell you. I don't remember what the, the, the name of the woman who's playing Pamela is, but she is uh, very attractive. Seth Rogen is the guy who stole their sex tape in real life, and Nick Offerman is his, like, buddy who runs a porn studio who... He helps with all of the situation and distributing it. So it's actually probably when we finish this, I'm probably going to go back to watching more of it because it's it's on Hulu. It's really, really good. There's a super long article from 2014 in the Rolling Stone that you can read about more of this and, and how the whole thing happened. Long and the short of it is just, you know, hot take here. Wasn't sure people are aware. Tommy Lee is a dick, like a huge dick. And he also has a huge dick, but it's also he is he is a gigantic asshole of a human being after you finish this series are you going to watch the actual pam and tommy sex tape <laughs> bonk but call us up at 917-740-6429 let us know the biopic that you want to see and what artists or no or if you're you want to see visiting play. or revisiting the classic tommy lee pamela anderson sex tape <laughs> who would play us in a brick house biopic uh, let me know that one. Oh. I want that guy from Whiplash to play me. The guy who plays Bubbles in uh, Trailer Park Boys <laughs> would play me. <laughs> I want the guy from Mad Men to play Tom. Don Draper? The other guy. 
No, that's the guy that has a heart comp. attack. I feel like I'd be like, oh, spoilers. I feel like I'd get like uh, Woody from Toy Roger Story. Slattery, Slattery, or yeah, whatever. Roger Sterling, whatever his name is. Yeah, with his silver hair, because yeah. Tom's old. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, no, he has very defined features, like Tom. It's because he's trying to leave in the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> You know, parking is where the money is. That's true. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, it's that time of the podcast where we delve into the top five. As you probably see on the news, Pooty is getting a little handsy with the Ukraine. He uh, Today he invaded. Or actually, let me backspace. Yesterday, he just decided that one part of the Ukraine, that's its own country. I didn't know that you could do that. I didn't, I, I don't know. Can Canada just say, yeah, Minnesota, that's an independent country, and the next day we're just going to invade it. But anyway, I'm not a, I'm not a politician. But anyway, let's dial things back to the Cold War. Things are going to get real cold. Here we go. Top five favorite colds. Colds? Yeah, colds. Someone, <laughs> someone do a randomizer to figure out the order we're going in, because... Yeah. Anything pertaining to cold. Me, Andrew, Joe, Tom. All right, Casey, you're up. I have my list. Hold on. All right, number five, a cold wallet. Educate from you guys real quick. Cold wallet is something that you store your NFT and cryptocurrency on if you don't want it to get stolen off the internet. So very important. Hey, yo. Number five. Number four, cold water. Nothing like an ice cold glass of cold water. I do have in my older leaving in the third quarter years gotten to liking room temperature water, but cold water is still where it's at. Tepid. Number three, a cold chicken cutlet. I cannot understate the importance of a cold chicken cutlet. It has to be eaten directly out of the refrigerator, and the maximum amount of coverage that you can get is either a, a napkin, a single napkin, or paper towel wrapped around the bottom half of it. You're not allowed to use a plate. Or a dish of any kind. Those are just the rules. So number three, cold chicken cutlet. Number two, cold beer. It it I I was gonna group it with the cold water, but this one deserves its own. Ice cold beer, but number one is cold hard cash. Nothing beats it. Cash is king. Hey, oh. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, I'm gonna go number five, cold cuts. How who does not love a nice thinly sized you know, you know when you were a kid and you went to the deli, or you went to the deli counter, and your dad said, "Can I get a half a pound of whatever?" And the the deli person just gave you a, a a piece of meat to eat in the grocery store. That's all time. That guy was a G. That guy, that guy deserves a statue outside of the grocery store. Is what that guy deserves. Get some cold cuts. Get some cold cuts. Get some cold cuts. Get some cold cuts. I'm gonna put refrigerators on my list. Essential, essential thing. I need my refrigerator. I need it to work. I need cold things. I'm going to put, I had cold water on the list, but I'm going to take it off. I'm going to go cold apple pie. Much similar to, to Casey's point about the cold cut. I love a slice of leftover apple pie. The next day, yes. you cut a little slice. You slop it into a bowl. Maybe you throw some ice cream on there. Maybe some whipped cream. Maybe you just go straight for it. I like that gooey crust the day after. Uh, cold. Prime. Co- cold. Very good. Elite. Almost, in my opinion, better than warm apple pie, to be totally honest. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm un-American. But then again, so is Putin. Next up, I'm going to go the cold breeze on a fall night Mm. with the window cracked. Elite sleeping weather, okay? You've got, you know, we're talking about that first, like, 55-degree night after a very hot summer. You don't, you've taken the air conditioner out. 
you got the cold breeze flowing in the room. Maybe you got a nice big glass of ice water as you're fearing going to work the next day. You guys know. Wow, that's one, too it's, real. It's, it's beer. It's beer. Beer. Okay. Beer. Cold beer. Cold beer. They never say beer here. They say cold beer here. Okay. Cold beer. I don't know how people lived without refrigeration back in the day. I. It sounds fucking awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they got poisoned a lot. That doesn't sound fun. No. I like not getting poisoned. I like having the option of having things room temperature or cold. Depends on the poison. That's popular in Russia. They poison people. Hot seat Russia. Yeah. Looking at you, Pootie. All right, number five. Uh, starting things off, popsicles. Give me those fucking popsicles, oh. man. Like you're fucking playing some ball outside, and then your Not mom comes out, and she's got it's those uh, the plastic ones where you you pop it up. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah, go. yeah. And yeah, then your right. tongue turns blue. Is there a joke on the inside of the stick? Yes or no? No, it's no stick. It's like the the icy pop. You know, like the, the freeze pops. Freeze pops. Yeah, yeah the plastic. Oh, the free. Okay, okay, okay. I'm feeling yeah. it. I'm box of a hundred. I'm rocking with you. All right, number four, uh, Mr. Freeze from the Batman movies. Chill man, out. Cold as ice. Chill. Number three, going a little out there. Gucci Mane. Burr. He's always cold. He's always saying burr. <laughs> That's because of a different kind of ice, if you know what I mean. Scooch. Number two, uh, we got Vanilla Ice. Ice, ice, baby. And number one, can't go wrong. You guys said it. Cold beers. Can't cold go wrong. Beers. I was going to say cold brew, cold but I ain't paying $5 for a fucking coffee. Get that out of here. Oh, man. So I think I messed up my top five because there's I have six. And oh, um, played by the Joe Brennan rules. Yeah, and I'm also doing it by things that are bad cold to good cold. Oh, I love so, that. So, starting off on the bad cold at number six, cold Ooh. sores. Nice. Yeah, they're just bad. Real bad. And then number five on the bad, the common cold. Also, especially now, is it COVID? Did I just sleep with the window open? I don't know. People but, are asking. Yeah, people are asking. You'll never know. Now we're going to the good colds. A cold day in hell. Just an underrated <laughs> statement. I think that's just an underrated statement. Love that. Number three, cold weather. There's mentioned, but you know, you get that crisp day. Maybe it's a snow day that you're just rooting for as a kid. That cold weather there, that's a good cold. Number two, cold brew coffee. Uh, Joe just said he's not paying for it. I usually like a hot cup of coffee year round, but sometimes cold brew coffee is where it's at. Or cold brew tea. And then number one, cold beer. We said it. Cold Everyone beer. said it. It's cold beer. It's cold beer. Cold beer is number one. It's the best. It's really. So don't just reach for a beer. Head for the mountain. The Brickhouse Podcast brought to you by cold beer. So it seems that we've come to a peace treaty in this uh, Brickhouse Cold War. Uh, we all agree. Cold beer. Cold beer, beer, beer is king. Beer. 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 Cold beer. 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 Is that it? <laughs> I think that's, that's it, yeah. We <laughs> should grab some beer. beer. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram while you drink your cold beers at Andrew Pissarro, at ba da 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 at Cheesy Quesadilla, at TSPO92, at Brickhouse Pod. And make sure you call beer. us on that hotline, 917-740-6429. The good, the bad, the ugly. What's in your top five? Who do you want to see uh, get the next biopic? Did you watch Tom and Pammy? Whatever it's, what is it called? Did I just mixed those two up. I think I did. Tom and Pammy. I just said 
Yeah, I just said Tom and Pammy. Are you Pam right? and Tommy. <laughs> Same shit. Tom and Tammy. To, Tom. Just call us. Say hey. Hayden, I'm expecting a voicemail from you. You said you were going to call. So that's a... He told me. He specifically said, give me the number, I'm calling. Oh, he said that to me the other day, too. And I was like, bro, it's in the Instagram. And on every episode. That, too. Oh, that, too. And in the link description of every single episode that I write very hard, very diligently. No one reads those. I read them, Andrew. Sometimes they're great. I read them. They're great. More great than other times. (laughs) Extra great. Alright guys, thanks for listening. Catch us next time where we interview Hills to Heights, maybe. We're taking you around the uh, co- around the country next time, though. Oh, that's right. Next time, we're going around the country, around the world. Is it the world? Yeah, just like <laughs> the world that matters. Bring your passports. Bring your passports to stay in the same country. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.